0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Community Preservation Committee's uh, meeting for Tuesday, October 4th. Um, before we begin, we have uh, one committee member who is under the weather um, and has asked to participate remotely. So I understand we need to vote um, to allow that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Kendo is on the phone. And if the committee would like to, do we have to make a motion?
1: I, I make a motion that we allow Kendo Um, to participate, Kendall Howard, to participate in this meeting uh, remotely by conference call. I'll
2: second. All
0: in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Okay. Thank you. No problem. Thank you, Kendall. Um, Okay, so let's start. I have a few opening remarks um, just uh, by way of updates on a couple matters. So as many of you know, this committee's recommended candidate uh, to fill our vacant administrator position was approved by the Select Board uh, during their September 13th meeting, Um, and we are grateful for the Select Board's support in appointing Allison Neff um, to this position. And this uh, indeed removes a significant barrier to administering our CPA program. Um, And it also paves the way for this committee to open the next round of uh, grants. Um, so again, we'd like to thank the select board for their support, as well as HR Director uh, Jody Middleton for uh, her help in filling this critical role. Um, I also want to thank uh, Lisa Lopez and um, Stacy Gorman for their uh, hard work on the search committee uh, to find um, you know, Allison. So we're all very excited, you know, for her to start. Um, and I, as I understand it, Allison is uh, just getting set up right now with access and the equipment and all the IT, you know, onboarding stuff. Um, and we are also working with her to um, figure out what the schedule is going to be. Um, it does sound like Tuesday meetings, unfortunately, um, will not work for her. So that's the reason that she cannot be here uh, to join us tonight. Um, so we'll need to just keep that in mind um, as we schedule our future meetings. Um, tonight's meeting on a Tuesday is somewhat unusual as most of our uh, meetings historically have been on Mondays Um, that said I know um, there have been some already productive conversations you know with her a few of us have already you know reached out and had some um, you know initial conversations and so we're all very excited to you know to start working with her Um, One thing that I do want to be clear on is that uh, our decision to pause on new applications remains in effect, um, and that is in order to give us the runway that we need to onboard Allison, to um, attend to open project matters, um, determine our budget, and um, also to refresh our community preservation plan so that we know essentially what the community at large you know how the community at large wants to spend our CPA money. Um, So that's why you know those items are so important for us to get through. And after we we complete those important tasks, um, I think it is reasonable that we can you know certainly uh, assess our readiness to open up a new grant round and what the timing you know of that might look like. Um, So we're gonna move forward with an open mind, um, you know, get through our backlog of work. Uh, but for now, the decision to pause on new applications uh, remains unchanged. So just wanted to clarify that. Um, John, do you have any No, I don't have anything to add. I think we're, we're on a good path now. Okay. Excellent. All right, we've got a lot um, to get through this evening. So uh, without further ado, um, let's jump into it. So John, do you want to start with minutes or public comments? Public comments. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is a public comment period. If folks in the audience would like to, um, you know, make any statements, or please feel free to come up. Hi,
3: I'm Steve Hughes. Uh, Several years in the circle, I think I know some of you. Okay. Um, I I was I came here tonight to uh, not only you know ask a couple of make a couple of requests, but um, to also thank, I was on the youth hockey commission for years and years, and uh, I know the work that it takes to be on these committees and such. So I, I certainly understand. I may not always agree, but I certainly understand the work that you you put behind that, and I appreciate it. Okay. Um, I I came here tonight to sort of hope that that you would reconsider your vote. Okay. To to have. Uh, the application opened. I thought from from what I heard at the select board meeting that um, some of you were going to reconsider that. So that's very disappointing. As someone who comes from an organization, as you talking, there's a lot of stuff out there. I don't have anything specific. I'm I'm long out of that that realm of of that kind of stuff. But I do know it's alive and well, and there may be other things out there. So is there any possibility that you would change your vote on that?
0: Um, I think I addressed that in the opening comments. You did. Um, So, we're going to keep an open mind and you know continue to move forward through our backlog of work um, and assess our readiness when the time is right.
3: Okay, well, uh, again, it's disappointing, but I, I, I certainly understand you have to do what you think is correct. Um, I did, you know, when I listened, I actually started the uh, uh looking at the select board meeting to see the uh you know, the fire chiefs' interviews, okay, and then went on to see the whole uh, meeting. Um, after that, you know, I had a lot of questions. I listened to it. I listened to a couple of your meetings, and I also went on to your website to try to gather some additional information. Um, i, I got to tell you, that one, that website was difficult to to find. There was a lot of lack of information in there, and in fact, what I, I was looking for your plan because I heard Ms. Lopez mention that you know, they were working on the new plan, but there is no plan, unless you go back to, to, to 2019. Um, and it also stated in there that the plan is supposed to be done by statute of the CPA. So is there a reason that plan is not updated?
1: Yes, absolutely. We haven't been with the administrative support that is critical. I'm sorry, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, we haven't been with the required administrative support that we absolutely depend upon as a committee for over six months. The reasons why are not important, but we, um, we had a, um, a very vigorous plan to go out into the community and to collect the community engagement. We did so by focus groups, um, open forums, and we were fortunate enough to really aggressively push a community survey, a very lengthy community survey, and got back over 1,000 responses. Mm -hmm. We have all of that data, but we don't have the administrative support to collate, analyze, and prepare the community preservation plan, and that's one of the most important things that our new hire, Will be dedicated so to that, doing but that's true ad- but, but
4: can i touch on the, the in the past in, yes and in, in
1: addition one of the reasons why the website is not up to date is again um, that is a critical function of our administrative support being without it for six months we recognize that um, our website is not current and it needs to be brought current as soon as possible um,
4: in years past, we have to, as a committee, evaluate the plan every year and make tweaks as needed. Um, I think over the last few years, we've evaluated it, in 2020 and, and 2021 as a committee. We've discussed it. There have been some slight revisions, I believe. But we haven't done a full-blown revamp of the plan. And As I understand the statute, we don't need to create a new plan every year. We need to evaluate it and vote on it, which I, I believe has been done as in 2020, 2021, I think in 2022 we may not have done that as of yet because we're working to revamp it. So I just want to give you the historical context. Well, on
3: that. the reason I asked the question is because in the introduction of your 2019 plan, the last mm-hmm. sentence states that the CPAs statute requires yep. you to do a plan every year. So where where is 2020
4: and twenty one? I believe we can get you the meeting minutes on it, in which we took the plan and. We basically, we, I don't know if we actually updated it, we've tried to update it. Mm-hmm. We, if we don't get the input from the, the community or the boards, it makes it hard. So we have voted on to keep the plan the same. Your plan can be the same as long as you vote on it every year, but it looks like the that nothing changed on the plan on the website, but we should be able to go back to the meeting minutes yeah. and identify where the plans were approved for you. Okay. If that helps.
3: And the survey that you that you spoke of, that you know, a thousand
1: people, is that available to be seen? Well, um, the data not yet, because um, the survey, of course, was available to be seen. It was available for everybody to participate on and um, if you're interested i'm sure you, we can still make available a yeah, copy like of the survey i'd, I'd like to see, I mean, questions, of I mean, it, it would be
3: great to see that and considering the only information mm-hmm. that's on the website is from 2019 so it'd be good to see what at least you're you're being gathered and, we're gathering. At, you
1: know? and yeah. we've
4: got incredible data
1: in right. we just haven't So done we, it used, we use a
4: portion of the administrative fund that is allocated to hire a consultant to come in and help do this is what they do. It gives us the information then to completely update and revamp the plan to identify the goals of the community. That data is gathered. It's just getting it updated into a new form at this point in time. Okay. Well, thank you.
3: And and, and lastly, um, as I read through what I could read through, um, you know, the term uh, that seems to be used a little bit too much, in my opinion, is uh, matching funds.
4: You, the town of Canton has never received matching funds, all right? I'm happy to address this, I believe, as, as treasurer. Sorry. So, correct. The term is matching funds in that the state will match a portion of it. It is not 100% matching. It's never been 100% matching. Over the course of years, it's ranged, I think, at the low end of about 3% up to this past year, it was about 40%. And that money comes in a, from the, a trust. Um, and what's, what to understand, too, is I think the term matching comes from the state statute or the, the state guidance. And it all depends upon whether you're a 1% a 2% or a 3% town. So a 1% town, which we are in Canton, means that it's a 1% tax surcharge. However, there are other towns that go up to 3%. So when the state goes to allocate the money in the fund that they have available, everybody gets the first wave, because everyone's at least a 1%. If you're at 2%, you get more. If you're a three percent, you get even more. So for those that are at three percent towns, it could be they have a hundred percent matching. I don't know. I don't know the numbers on that. Some I deferred to George. Like some
5: of the earliest he towns. might be able
4: to. Yeah. He may be able to identify that. Well, but it's never been a hundred percent matching.
5: It, if
3: you, if you in that in the CPA website mm-hmm. where there was a lot of information, uh, the it started out in two thousand one, I think. Um, where towns got 100% yep okay right through 2006 okay And in 2006 which was the year I believe um, uh, I believe Mr. Kamo stated that we had a town meeting that it failed all right and then years went by and as the years went by everything went down okay right. due to real estate and CPA trust issues yep. all right so Again, when we, when Canton got involved in it in 2012, there was no matching funds. Yes, matching funds
5: came no, no. from... I'm sorry, Go I do not interrupt, but, but there's always been matching funds. Yeah. We've never got a it's, year but without it's not 100%
4: matching.
5: Match. Well, we'll never get 100%. It just, there would have to be $50 million in the fund. That's not how it's funded, so we, on average, We've been getting 30, 40 cents on a dollar in Canon in on our match.
4: And this year, what's our number this year? This past year it was 40%. 40, we've 40 ranged, cents on the dollar. We've ranged, but we've ranged from 13 to 15 to yep. 40 at the high.
3: Yeah. I, you know what? I, I do understand that. Yep. Okay? Right. Uh, what I don't understand is why the term matching funds is extremely confusing. Because if you look at the if, if you look at the definition for matching funds, and I I am sure we can all look it up on our phones. I have it here. Okay, it it says equal, and right. it says used in a used in a charitable or or um, I believe it. Uh, there's another, but it has to do with community work. Okay, so if we have it, you know, I, I certainly would understand if we were you saying. You know, a donation or distributions, and, and leaving that
5: term match out because it confuses a lot of people. So it's in the statute, though. It's called a state match. I think you're right. It's very confusing to call it matching funds. I think a better way to, to consider it is the state match. State and that is the state distribution coming in to supplement what we've raised. And so there are, there are two pots of money. There's the money we raise, and then the money that's matched into this. It's not a one-for-one match, though, and you're correct. That's what's confusing. But um, but it's not the only
0: instance where the word match you know, yeah. is applied, where it's yeah. not, you know, take 401k match, for example. If only my 401k was 40% . My 40%. <laughs> 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 401k matched. is long gone. <laughs> <laughs> the,
3: uh, the, the point is that it's extremely confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And when you come to town meeting, and I've heard it Several times over the years, okay, as you present the projects, and you do a great job, okay, I'm not taking that away, but I'm what i as I sit in that audience and I listen, all right, it's confusing, and if it's confusing to me, it's confusing to somebody else, and I think considering the amount of money, you're probably one of the most powerful committees that we have in this town. You're spending a huge amount of money and dedicating that to certain projects, which is great, okay. Uh, but the reality is, okay, you can't ask people to vote for something that's confusing or misunderstanding. And, you know, if you, if you don't think it is, sit in the audience, listen, or stand in front of Next time you ask somebody, ask them what matching funds means. And I'll tell you what, if, if you want to go by your match. I'm going to get a check, okay. And you and I are going to sit down, and I'm going to let you match, okay. What, you know, and nobody wants to do that. It's a, that's a silly remark, okay. But the reality is, it's confusing. Thank you for letting me speak thank to you. you, and I appreciate yes,
0: it. Thank you. Thanks very much. Do you have any additional comments? Yeah, let me know. We have a new subject. Uh, would you like to come up? and? sure. Thank
6: you. Um, mm-hmm. My name is Jim Bovee. I live on Chapel Gate Road 25. I've been here since in Canton since 1982, 40 years. Um, about three or four months ago, I was reading the town meeting notes and noticed that we were going to build one pickleball court for $320,000. I went right down to the town hall to find out why so much. Come to find out it was a pickleball court and one tennis court. Um, in all my experience, I'm, I'm a certified instructor. I'm a club pro at Lifetime. In Westwood, um, I played all over the country tournaments. Um, courts usually cost about thirty thousand dollars to build. So, got involved. Long story short, the design was very um, poorly designed. It wasn't in, in north to south with a sun orientation. It was out of concrete instead of asphalt. The quotes came in. I went to the bid meeting. One was three hundred ninety-eight thousand. One was four hundred fifty-eight thousand. And the design was inappropriate. I've um, met with a select board wrote them a nice letter. Upon review, they canceled the project, temporarily shelved it for a better design. Um, Since then, I've basically educated them to go to different towns. Just surrounding us, Braintree just built eight brand new courts, Natick built six, Hingham is about to build ten, Barnstable built ten. Everyone's building four, six, eight, ten courts, and they're packed with with citizens of the town. Um, Mostly seniors, but kids down in their 20s and teens are playing, so people are finding out that it's a sport for everyone. Um, the best part about the sport is you don't have a lot of lateral movement, so it's, it's good for people who have hip injuries, knee injuries, etc. So that's why it's exploding around the country. Lifetime is going to put 600 courts in indoors around the country over the next two years. Again, that's where I work. Um, my prior experience, I was Director of Engineering for Procter & Gamble Children's Hospital. I have a lot of cons- uh, construction experience. I'm a certified uh, construction supervisor. I've already gotten some tentative bids for pricing, and I know we can build a beautiful eight-court facility. Probably, a, I'm just proposing St. Gerard's parking lot, which is already paved. For about $495,000, we can have a state-of-the-art facility. Canton on the map for pickleball uh, I've got a design in here I've got 10 attachments with uh, photos quotes from other towns Sharon just recently built four brand new courts they had four on their tennis courts striped out so residents were playing there they built four brand new courts beautiful courts just under two hundred thousand dollars for four courts so I know it can be done I filled out an application I know everything's on hold but this project was approved the town was about to spend three hundred and ninety-eight thousand because i was at the meeting when the finance director said well we had 320 but we can get money from this and that budget uh bucket to to suspend the four for an additional 95 i could give us eight courts with a with a wreck area in between uh, seating area with a uh, sunshade, etc. Really nicely designed. Again, I've got a list of all the um, amenities that you have at a facility and basically I could have us build one of the nicest ones in the country for under $500,000. So I have a completed application couple copies I'd, I'd like to drop off tonight. Any questions?
0: We're happy to take them. Um, the previous application for up. was that Parks who, and who, was the, who was the proponent It was through that? Parks and Rec and Select Board,
4: um, and it was in connection or maybe in connection with the Peopleside Task Force Thank you. Thank you. to renovate the um, tennis court out here that was taken down, yep. rebuild the tennis court and mm-hmm. add a pickleball court, and also line for pickleball over there. So um, it would have been one dedicated pickleball, a tennis court, which could be would or could be striped into other pickleball courts, um, I don't know the exact nature of what happened. I did hear that it was, you know, being shelved. I, I can't speak to exactly why. Okay. I mean, but, it makes sense.
0: It was through. But it was through
4: parks. Through, rec, I think it may have actually been a combination of parks and rec, senior center, and and select board. But um, does it
7: fall under? Excuse me. Does it fall under CPC? It, it's appropriate for CPC funding. Yes. yes. And so it we was. So like it was not paused this season.
4: No, 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 not at all. So it was already uh, recommended for funding at one hundred nineteen thousand dollars, one hundred sixteen thousand, something like that. Whatever the bid was, it went to town meeting two town meetings ago and was approved. um, And as part of the grant money, grant fund letter went out. And my understanding is that Parks and Rec and various folks were in the process of working to. to to build it and get bids on it and that's where i think you said the cost came in much higher than anticipated um on the original project scope um and from my understanding is that they've never they never came back here seeking additional funds that the fund was going to be expended through the select board and the decision was made by someone other than this committee to pull the plug on that so the money the 116 that they had previously applied for could be spent on mm-hmm. that project here but it's for still, decisions to hold the money still the money is still there, the the money's still, there the money's still there but yes.
5: they, because they um, changed the project they have to return the money and then reapply and and because it's a new location it's a whole new plan sure um, I think they ran into issues because again public procurement requires um, prevailing wage and a whole a whole number of um, of um, issues that they, they they faced and so my understanding from at least one member who was a proponent of the project is the money will come back to CPA. It'll be in the general account. Next time when we open the grant cycle, it's in line just like all the rest. So I think I think the due diligence is great. I think okay. it's fantastic. We are very supportive of it, but I think the project fell apart once it got in the hands of the, the, the other side. You know, we, we don't even appropriate the money Town meeting appropriates it. So in order to use it on another project, Town meeting's going to have to reassess it, and particularly with St. Gerard's there's a committee studying that, as right. you sure. know, so yes. um, we, it's not it's our hands, we don't have that decision. Have, right have
0: you connected with either the St. Gerard committee, Parks and Rec, any of those other stakeholders? Yes,
6: uh, almost on a weekly, daily basis. Sure. Um, I was basically the one that got four courts striped at the Canton High School on tennis court one. Originally, there was one pickleball court striped over the tennis net, which is an improper height. It's two inches too high. It really wasn't worth anyone going down who knows about pickleball. So the proper thing to do was we repainted over those lines, and I drew out a plan for four courts, pickleball courts, on one tennis court. Uh, there's, a, there's an email list, over a hundred Canton residents on it that are playing down there almost every day. Um, so we have temporary line courts on a tennis court. Uh, I got a letter of support from Danny Erickson looking, you know, he's supporting the program and expanding Pickleball. Um, so originally the number was 110 that was approved okay. and then it went to 320 because um, preliminary estimates just pushed it right out. Mm-hmm. But the biggest error was they were going to build it out of post-tension concrete which was, which has steel cables going through it, tighten. You could land a helicopter on it, let alone playing Pickleball everyone's building courts out of asphalt it's half the price so that's one of the reasons it was 398,000 and, and frankly there was some misinformation where um, folks were stating that the high school tennis courts are unavailable during the day when the kids are in school that's not true I spoke with the athletic director residents can use the tennis courts during the day Well, you know the kids are in school the only time you can't really use it is when the tennis team plays which is April May, June from 3 to 6 p.m., so it's a a small window. So there's really enough tennis courts in Canton. It's only my opinion, but we've got five courts that are there. I go by it all the time, and there's there's tons of vacant courts. Pickleball, the four courts that were just built in Sharon, in addition to the four that they had on the tennis courts, um, they're jammed. You can drive by there any morning, Deborah Sampson Park, any nice day, you're going to see 60 to 80 mostly adults playing out there it's gets it's people out of the house, they're exercising, people who haven't played a sport in years are now finding something to do. So I'm really advocating it
1: for the town yep. again.
0: Good. Thank you. Lisa, you're thank you. Um,
1: first of all, I mean, thank you for all of this energy. <laughs> yeah. um, in fact, uh, your um, point of view about the interest in pickleball was one of the things reflected in the survey data that we got back. Sure. Um, As you heard earlier, we're not, at this point, going to fund any new projects, and this would constitute a new project. But the more important thing is that your desired site, um, the St. Gerard's property, is indeed the subject of the advisory group's community outreach. So I would implore you to participate in that, bring other people to... Um, the open hearings um, and town meetings and surveys that they put out Mm -hmm. Um, the expectation of the select board is that there will be uh, quarterly reports on the community engagement progress communicated to the select board and we're hoping for um, a report as early as the end of the school year so stay in touch with that participate in that because of course there's the two buildings, and there's a lot of open space there. Yes. So you know we're really interested in what the community wants. Again, we've already heard in some of the survey data that mm-hmm. Pembroke courts are very, very popular. Very popular. Um, so you
6: know. Absolutely. I actually volunteered to get on that on that group. Yeah. Um, uh, Peter was just brought on.
1: But but you can participate in any way. because okay. well the the group is only they're not. Um, uh, they're not a decision-making body. They are charged with going out into the community and making sure that we get good input. Oh, okay. And then they will go through all of the ideas, research them, vet them, and present the most viable ones that have been fully researched to the select board, Great. who will be the um, the decision-maker. decision-maker. Sure. Ultimately, we may have to go to town meeting as well. Sure. I- I'm so delighted because we have had quite a bit of history in this committee with projects that are you know not for um, deliberate reasons but they get underestimated. true. Sure. <laughs> you know and so sure. they ultimately end up charging far far more or we can't make, you know, the the numbers work. Be, right. You're coming in and telling us that the numbers were too high. Oh. That's music to our ears. Yes. <laughs> so please stay connected. Absolutely. Um okay. and I, you know, although this is, you know, right now is not the right form to accept this particular application. All the information that you've collected is is really important and uh, will be very relevant.
6: I wanted to make it be known, you know, sure. no matter sure. where we are in the process, that this is what Canton can have. Sure, uh, we'll have and literally. I, I've got a, a wish list of we could have one of the best in the country for this kind of money, and we were about to spend four hundred thousand dollars on something that would have been very disappointing.
5: Well, well we weren't. It just wasn't going to happen. I
6: mean, it I, was no. It I was mean, actually it was out for bid. Yeah, no, it went out for bid. The success. Um, the term I heard was that uh, I won't say the name of the company was the successful bidder. They submitted a twenty thousand dollar check for the bond, and it was frankly my. Um, yes do, do, the do encouragement do. that caused the board good. to look at it and say this isn't a good project and it's so that but it was they were ready to go in my opinion i could be wrong they, oh, they, they, weren't, they weren't <laughs> going to get any more money from cpa they would have had to get it from some other company. right i but think that's have, i yeah. think that's what um, yeah. the finance
3: director yeah. had said yeah. he had other funds to access so thank you very much for your thank thank okay. you thank you thank you care. just one question: how how long do you think now with pause uh, something like this has to wait
0: yeah, that's the million dollar question, right. Um, so, one of the tasks, obviously, you know, we've got a backlog of work, we, as I mentioned, we need to, um, I think there's an appreciation for the need to determine budget, the need to incorporate the feedback into our updated um, community preservation plan. That's what guides our decision making on what projects to prioritize, you know, based on public feedback. Um, those activities historically have, have happened over the summer. Right. So once we get through those, I don't have a crystal ball as far as how long it's going to take, you know, to to do those items. We have a brand new administrator. We got to get onboarded. Um, so those are the things that have to come first. Um, and so I think once we have those, you know, and keep in mind, this is not because we intentionally want to. You know, no one on this committee is intentionally wanting to say no to these great ideas, right? It's that we're tasked with responsible oversight of you know, lots of taxpayer money, right? And in order to uh, responsibly make decisions that align with the community at large's preferences, we need the feedback, we need to have that incorporated into our um, decision making through the plan. We need to identify through our budget how much we have available to allocate. Some money from previous projects we have to determine how much is gonna come back from projects that were approved but never went forward. You know, and that's not the only project like that. So the number that we get in terms of new funding every year is ultimately not the exact number that we have available to allocate because of, you know, some money coming back from previous projects. Um, So these are things that are really important for us to do first and foremost before we, you know, make the decision of, hey, we are in a, you know, state where we are ready yeah, to ten- and to entertain new projects. Um, one other thing I want to add is that um, in addition to these tasks that I outlined um, that are priority items, um, one of the things that we will be working with our new administrator, Allison, on is to uh, reach out to all the stakeholders, um, all the you know, past applicants, and you know, have these conversations. And this is not anything new. This is something that is part of our process that has happened every year again, usually over the summer months, before we even open up applications. You know, have those conversations, hey, what's in the pipeline? What are the ideas that you guys are thinking about? Um, And so having, you know, ideas like this, um, you know, giving us the heads up of what may may be potential applications um, is something that we want to do, you know, across the board for all the different departments, committees, you know, across town that have historically put in applications. So that's going to help inform us as well in terms of what, how big is that pipeline, um, and that, you know, in turn will help us in, help inform us on when and, um, you know, at what point will we be ready to open up, you know, the door for new applications. So I know that's a long answer, but I hope that helps, you know, provide some context.
8: Just a clarification, Jim. Thanks sure. for bringing this forth. Appreciate it. Um, so it's nice to hear about the needs of the town, and to read the benefit that would be uh, that will be available to the citizens. Just um, in the spirit of open-mindedness and the potential of looking at this mm-hmm. application, assuming everything falls the way it needs to, um, it appears as though there was a prior allocation for one hundred sixteen thousand, which had. Believe. 110, I was 110. wrong on the number. Okay. So, Jim, just without considering your application as mm-hmm. being accepted, but asking a logical question, I, I think your ask would be 495,000, potentially less the 110 that's available, uh, or because if that comes No, I'm saying total. Well, so I guess
4: just technically the way that would happen is we would have to vote to accept the funds back and so the allocation we would need to make or recommendation we would need to make at a town meeting would be for the 495 okay. but we have to accept the 110 back in and recommend back out the full funding but there would be $110,000 of current encumbrance being taken off right. and essentially being added back into the account. Well
8: when would you say we take it back uh, was that, was we, it, as a committee, have, have, have to vote, vote to close out the project. So that was CCPC,
4: the yes. yes. Okay, yes. Was, what year was that, I uh, believe it was two town meetings ago, so that would have been fiscal 21-ish. <coughs> right Ish. I think I'm sure Jim could correct okay. me if I'm wrong there. Okay, gotcha.
8: All right, thank you. So Those,
4: we would just have to so vote helpful. to close out the project, and then okay. the money would come back into the account it. as it was okay. allocated back out. So when we were to if we were to allocate this project, it would have or recommend funding of this project. It's a bit proper terminology. Then we would have to recommend at whatever amount it would be. We you know we'd want to recommend. It's not as if we can just transfer that hundred and ten back over. Yep. But our essentially that leftover fund, the the non go forward budget, the what's left in the account would go up by the 110,000
1: once we close out the project. Moreover, any application for a project on town property would almost always require the co-sponsorship of the party that actually owns or controls the property. So an application of this sort, in order really to be viable, would have to be co-sponsored yep. by the entity, in this case, I think, the select board that controls the property. Um. And, but then, in addition, it would be managed through the building
5: renovations committee. Right. So, that's the other thing that, that's always you know an issue with the public construction is it runs through a town committee who does all the procurement, the building, overseeing the whole project. Um, this is amazing. It's quite good. So, I think that it's on the right track. It's just going to take, um, you know, getting the Board of Slackman and probably Recreation and a few other people on board.
8: Jim, well, I, you, I, you, I, were you aware it needed to be co sponsored? I'm sorry? Were you aware that it needed to be co sponsored? Um, I saw something in yeah, it's, that it's, in here. It's here. Okay. Yes.
5: Yeah, the property owner is the town of Canton, but again, that site is not eligible until the board is left and say it Yes, and, and,
6: and I'm intimately involved in the meetings going on to discuss the future use of the property, and um, you know, Tom Theodore yeah. is really behind this also. Um, and he was instrumental in helping us review the prior design that really would not have done Canton well, one court and a tennis court out of concrete. So, this is just so much better.
5: And all the comparables were other municipal projects, so that's what uh, we know there.
6: Yes, that is the town of Sharon, yeah. and their price came in for four courts at one hundred and seventy-eight thousand yeah. yeah. um, dollars, and then there was some added things to the base, but they did it for just about two hundred um, for the four courts. I'm sorry, I thought I was listening, but where would
8: they be located again?
6: Um, well, the, one you're price. you Saint Gerards potentially. The parking yeah. lot in the okay. back of Saint Gerards yeah. is where probably. Else? Well, we've, we've thought about some other alternatives. I mean, I, uh, the Pequot side location where the tennis court was that's take, that had been taken down, you could probably fit six courts in there. Oh. Um, there is a, a residence to the right of the property. They're going to hear the pickleballs. Yeah. Um, and that's a problem across the country is the sound of the clicking. Um, and there's uh, pickleball mitigation websites and so, noise mitigation. It, it's a bit of an issue, um, but that's why the St. Geron site, it's already flat, level, paved, you know, we obviously get redone.
5: Well, we can have that. Uh, <laughs> okay.
0: Thank you. This You're great. welcome. Thank you. My pleasure. Okay. Um, you need this back any other public comments? Thank you. Um, so-
7: uh Mike, I'm just trying to understand we're identify yourself. Could you
0: come up and identify yourself? Oh,
7: I'm sorry. <laughs> Sandy Rayland, then sixty four Oak Road. So I'm just trying to understand because I know I came to hear about the pause. Are we guaranteed that it's going to be open by next October for projects? Or is there any because at this point the pause is indefinite no. for accepting? No, no, no. But I'm just it's that's what I came it. to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When will we be uh, accepting new projects.
0: Yeah, I think. What did we vote on for pause, to pause for a year? We'll pause for a year. Yeah. So. But but it, we could be sooner. Sure. It, it could try. Sure. Yeah. I mean
5: because
1: that's
0: the goal.
5: The goal is to, to, right. to so, go. so we could get. But the next town meeting, it would be
4: 2024. Cool. annual town meeting, unless there's a special. Unless there's a, so, we only make recommendations. Town meeting is the one who actually allocates the funds. So part of the pause is we're running up to town meeting. If we can't accomplish anything, everything we need by the time the warrant has to get written, I, I, then I we're, we're in a bind. So we're kind of really pushed into this narrow window. If we can open back up and there's a special town meeting, that's absolutely a possibility. Or we should definitely be in a position. I personally yeah. believe we should. there is no reason why we would not be in a position to have applications next year. My, I'm going say this, my that, personal opinion as one, it, one member me of the committee.
7: A <clears throat> couple of weeks ago, and I was thinking, wow, that could be two years from now. Mm, no. I find my money's going in, I'm like, yeah, right. I mean, things M- like this, business. and I have a couple in my mind yeah. that somebody would have to coach me through to get the appropriate application in and time frame and everything else, but, so review that with me again. Sure. When, what do we understand, you put it on pause. Which
4: we believe some agreed and didn't agree one year. with John. So, one year, one year pause. So, it would be not accepting applications this time this year. Right. And again, I, I wasn't at that time. Right. So so I don't want to make sure that in easy. October, no, that's right. Right. right? Isn't this right. the deadline? The yes.
7: So, next October, you yeah. would be or
5: sooner. I mean, we October. could be a longer. Right. Uh, right. It would be nice if people had more time to do what this gentleman did, right? right. That's you what know, I'm saying. So right. yeah. But
7: the earliest would be a year from now. No, the latest. Yeah. the latest. The latest. The latest, the latest. The latest. The latest. The latest. latest would be. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. thank
1: you. And,
5: it's and it's that, that funding round, by the way, will have two years worth of, the money doesn't go anywhere. Un- unlike other town yeah. funds, it doesn't go back into the general fund. <coughs> it stays in the CPA account, pot. the including yes. the matching, and including any money that comes back. It. And so, uh, you know, a project that's approaching half a million dollars, let's say, or $400,000, is going to be up against some playgrounds and some other projects. And so there's more likelihood that that money will be available to do a project like this. Yeah. Whereas in you know many years, as has been pointed out, we've had some hard choices to make. Yeah.
0: It'll, be a, it'll be a big year next year. Uh, one so last question. Last,
3: this is my last question. Um, at the Select Board meeting, uh, there was a lot of comments made. And I think George made one that said that next year would be extremely good for the town of Canton and we get something almost at a hundred percent. Can
5: you explain No, that? no. I, again, I think it's exactly what I just said. There's going to be two rounds of money in next year's CPA pot. Some towns, you know, wait four or five years before they give out the money. They, they, they don't do it every year. Mm-hmm. I think that we are very fortunate because we had an administrator and we have a lot of projects out there. I don't know what we have for money out there, but it's a couple, what, $25 million or something like that altogether? In I uh, Cumulative? Cumulative. I don't think it's that it's, it's not, that not $25 it's, million. It's with, in the With the with, with, with bond. Many, yeah. uh, with uh, the-
1: with, 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 It's about $7.5 With, with, seven with okay. the bond. So yeah.
5: the, there are still projects out there that haven't been completed that have to sort of move through the system. That said, next year's, we'll have this year's money and the match and next year's money and the state match. The anticipated match. state distribution. The state
4: distribution.
5: So on a given year, what, what are we, one point?
4: No, no, no. So I guess it depends. There is, just to be very clear, um, the way it works is we have to anticipate how much money will come into the account every year. And we sit here and we have an extensive meeting to talk about that after discussion with the finance director. And that's essentially, what is the 1% tax revenue based on what is the tax base at a given time? What does he anticipate what that's going to be for the the next fiscal year? We then also have to predict what that state distribution is going to be. Do we anticipate, because the state distribution generally comes from the state trust fund, it's based in large part on the uh, recording registry of deed fees. So when you have a lot of refinancings and sales, the trust fund is much higher. Hence, last year's state match of 40%. Um, if the economy falls off, in some of our earlier years, the match was only 13% because you don't have the generation of fees. Right. So we have to, as a group, project what we are comfortable saying, this is how much we have coming in. Because if we overproject, and we don't have the money, that's a problem. Because now we've, we've encumbered funds that don't exist. So we generally under-project. In the thought that if we say $100,000 is going to come in as that state distribution and $700,000 of tax revenue, but we actually get $250,000 as your state match, that $150,000 differential is real money. It's just not spent this year. It essentially sits as like a savings account, and when we go next year, we can say, okay, we have $150,000 that we didn't allocate last year that actually came in that's real cash. And we compare this with next year's budget of now, say, $900,000 for a one point, you know, I think in that case, one point, uh, 1.05 million. So that's kind of, we have to project what we think it's going to be. And then there's always some funds that come back in, like this project. There's some funds that we don't spend for administration. So if we allocate 50,000 and we only spend 30, that twenty thousand comes back in, and we have that as like again. It's a really hard, John. I think I think you found a way to describe it when we were working through this a year and a half ago of how to. Hey, John. Yeah, you, John. Sorry. Of like how do we, how do you explain the fact that when we project because it has to be a projection because we don't know what we're going so, so to get. That there's always a little bit of I, money left over. Went, when when we the we town we voted we against it yeah. three yeah.
7: times, yep. t- we always had the match, match the idea right. match, 50-50. Right. At the time we were voting, it was high then it dropped right. so we voted thinking oh this is wonderful money and then we got 11 percent, which right. was not wonderful right now right. it's wonderful percent, yeah. but, but that's why I and one of the, the reasons varies. why
5: it's wonderful too is because so many cities and towns have accepted it that the governor and the legislature right. has put last year or two years ago they put 20 million dollars of the state money right. into the fund That augmented all the property taxes, that all the other things that were being collected. So, you know, I don't know how many. More than half the communities have it now. So there's so much pressure on Beacon Hill to shore up the trust fund that that creates the state match. That that the money has been pretty good these
4: days. It's gone. So 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 just going forward in terms of what he means by the two
5: years. You got twenty
3: million dollars, according to what I just read on the website. As of August
5: second, was being held back by Governor Baker. Yeah, well, that—that's the new, the new run of it. Um, so it didn't is make that it still under, on hold? Yeah, but the legislature working through. It's a part of an omnibus package. So, so, hey, but G, so we're not um, counting I'm gonna, that. We can't count
0: that. Right. I'm going to stop this because I think we're getting too much into the weeds here. Um, sure. uh, did we address your question about? Oh, happy to so, 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 the latest. Yes, your question it. is the latest would be next year, next, October. Next year,
5: no yeah. later than October, but right. perhaps earlier. Yeah. I just, I'm I'm not
0: trying
7: to,
4: and uh, would have two rounds of, right, it would have have two rounds of October and they'd be released in in spring or or after, when town meeting, yes. But it would have this year's projections of money and next year's projections of money. So if we say, just using round numbers, this year is 800,000 and next year is 900,000, just again, I'm making up numbers, then next year there would be 1.7 available having to be you know, be allocated right. in the various different buckets, of course, by statute. Absolutely. And then any funds that say we're, we're kind of that carryover, that $110,000 right. that comes back in so administrative. The money's,
0: the money's not disappearing, right. it just sits there. No, no, I, I, right. yeah. Yeah, I so.
4: But that's what we meant by the two rounds. Yes. yes.
0: And one other right. thing,
5: just for people at home, because I know it doesn't apply to anybody in this room, uh, if you're 65 or over, you can get, you, you, you can be exempted from this in some cases. So check with the town hall, they've got the form, you'll fill it out, and you don't have to pay. Thanks, George. Yeah. All right.
0: Sorry, I'm not no, trying to shut down public comment, but um, we, we do as a committee have a lot to get through tonight. <laughs> so um, unless there's anything else, I would like to proceed with our agenda. I think any
9: questions.
0: Has everyone received a copy of the minutes from our last meeting? Uh, Do we have any discussion on the minutes? Lisa
10: gave me a couple of minor corrections. A couple of words were uh, misspelled uh, or used wrong. And that's the only comments that I have that that I I gave you. I gave you some as well.
5: You gave me comments as well? Yeah, I called you with them. Just, uh, I'll I'll get back to you. It was just what you called something was wrong. That's all. You called it um, stat. I don't have them in front of me. I can. It's it's a. You need to use the words rules or procedures instead of. Oh, okay. Instead
10: um, of bylaws. Correct. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yep. Do you want
5: to copy? Yeah, I, I. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all the change. The only one I had. Yeah. All
10: right, so, George's changes. Uh, we, we're not reviewing the bylaws. The bylaws are the town, uh, town meeting approved language. So they, those don't get changed unless we go back to town meeting but the uh, rules, rules and procedures of the committee is whats is what we're reviewing, yep. just to make it clear to everybody. Yep. So with
1: that kind of correction, I'll make a motion to accept the minutes. I'll second. Motion
0: made and second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, so the uh, minutes of September 12th meeting uh, are approved with the changes as yep. mentioned. Okay, um, in preparing this agenda, it it, um, came to my attention that there's two items on here that are very similar, so in the interest of time on it, I'm going to combine uh, combine the next item, number four, with item number six, uh, which are both related to uh, the onboarding process for um, Allison, Um, and I guess the first um, question that we should address is the open question on whether um, our former administrator was willing to assist with the onboarding process uh, for Allison. Um, I think that was George and John.
5: I'm going to defer to John because I'm still a little under the weather. Yeah, sure,
8: happy to take over. George and I had a call with Chris and Phelps and we received an email, I think it was Monday evening, uh, and it's it's in my summary here that, she wouldn't be available to join the onboarding process, but she would be available to answer questions that Allison has. So that's it.
0: So that's uh in terms of any formal engagement to answer. Yeah, to we her. had
5: a good conversation. I think she just she's got other things at play right now. Mm-hmm didn't feel like she could manage it and and John did a fantastic job of sort of saying yeah but you got more time you know we really did you know mm-hmm. bait the hook but um, I, I, I was actually more hopeful when I saw the email and then when I read it I thought oh, but she said she'll be available and I think Allison's already reached out to
8: her maybe once or twice already so that's probably going to uh, I then had a I'm um, meaning to move ahead of schedule. I had a call with Allison lasted about an hour. We had a Zoom call, and uh, she said that she has a pretty good working relationship with Kristen
9: mm-hmm.
8: uh, through the Paul Revere work, and that led me to believe that she has some access to her. So when I was asked to design an onboarding plan, um, one of the gating items was the pause being reconsidered. The other was whether or not Kristen would be a material participant. She is unavailable for that, so okay. the onboarding draft we're going to talk about was created without her, without consideration of Kristen's uh,
0: involvement. Okay. Okay. Well, that, that is uh, unfortunate, but I appreciate
8: the two of you reaching
0: out and um, seeing if that you know, option was, was there. Um, and so that, I guess, leads us to the onboarding plan, um, so this is a continuation of the um, the draft that Lisa put together and, um, and John has um, taken it kind of to the next level um, and developed it into kind of a calendar-based timeline. Um, and that was shared out to the committee earlier today. Um, do we have paper copies? You asked me to bring copies, yes. which I did. thank you very oh, much. So I'm happy
8: to hand yeah. them out and... Um, thank you. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> I have a
0: thank So,
8: um, John, if you would like to walk us through this? Sure. Um, So, uh, Ms. Lopez had put forth at our last meeting a a list of items, and I was tasked with, I guess, technically building a Gantt chart, but it didn't seem appropriate yet to put this on a timeline in a Gantt form, so it's just in a regular old schedule subject to discussion here and what's likely to be some changes. Uh, What it represents is without editing or deleting or adding any of the items, I thought the items were pretty comprehensive. I simply tried to identify um, Allison's time that she was available. Um, We got some feedback from Jody Middleton as to the hours she was permitted to work, uh, and those are noted here got some feedback as to where Allison is with the onboarding process and um, there's a whole bunch of bullets here just relating to um, qualifying how this was created Um, with flexibility for Allison's schedule but with some initial thought that the first few weeks could be uh, filled with the uh, available Nineteen or twenty hours, but not to exceed 50 hours in any one month Allison is actually available based on our conversation for up to 25 hours, but the feedback was Not to exceed 20 and to try to stick at 19 and occasionally if it goes over, that's okay, but not over 50 for the month Um, So based on that and I I took a look at just put my thumb in, in the wind and said, okay What if we did this over eight weeks? what would that look like if she was working, on average, up to 19 hours a week, but not more than 50 for the month. So essentially, this is an October, November, leaking into December plan that also incorporates some time for her to prepare for and follow up on our meetings in November and December, uh, which comprises two of the eight weeks that I put in place, and um, those aside, the other six weeks are simply like puzzle pieces from Ms. Lopez's uh, list from September 12th. I tried to organize them based on what I thought, or what I knew, or what I think I know about people's experience uh, serving, you know, now in my third year on the committee. Um, I did not uh, have any fixed ideas that these would be <laughs> accurate or necessarily welcome or 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 unwelcome by any committee member but hence the nature of a draft uh, plan and a first attempt at it um i tried to put topics that i thought resided within the expertise or domain knowledge of each of the committee members i didn't mean to be disrespectful to any newer committee members but there was some thought given to the idea that perhaps they would be less well informed to help uh, Allison with the onboarding. Uh, to that end, uh, I think there's five or six committee members, and I just kind of tried to think through the priorities that we discussed, Sean, about, we're n- so without belaboring the point, we're not taking applications, so that didn't get prioritized. What got prioritized was uh, the existing projects Um, Generally speaking, uh, Stacy, I had kind of tossed that your way. I think you did an unbelievable job in the last round with the accounting and understanding all that. So I figured you had good knowledge of all that, and you would be able to pass the baton (coughs) on to a meeting with Kathy Butters. That seemed like a natural way to get her started in week one. She's available to start next week, which is when this eight-week cycle starts. Uh, Prior to meetings, so I allocated three hours there, Stacey. I think that,
4: uh, go ahead, keep going. No, that's it. I I, I think that um, I'm happy to do that. I think it's a great idea. I think getting on board of what are our projects, understanding what's left in the budgets and understanding where we have to determine whether projects are closed, whether they need an extension, Mm -hmm. um, and if there's money coming back, necessarily doing some of that, it may be that we have her, um, you know, I may have some suggestions of like how we may slightly maneuver things because we may want her to understand about a little bit more about those projects and undertake some of the calls before meeting with Kathy just so that we can then link it all back together and get a, f- a picture go forward. Yeah. But that ties ties nicely into the meeting we generally have between the administrator, sometimes the chair is the treasurer. With Kathy and and Randy to understand where level set where we are financially, so I that all makes sense to me, and I'm happy good. to pick up that.
8: Tom, so Sean, if it's okay with you, I think it's a two step process. Just have the committee member give comments on where I assign them, and then have the committee discuss the appropriate priority to that. But before we do, uh, Stacey, I'm just going to check mark you're good. Yes, I'm that, good with right? that. Yes, yeah. thank you. But the first meeting before you, and not meaning to jump out of order, was with our co chairs Sean and and. Mr. McSweeney and the thought there being that we would prioritize the open projects that may or may not have received their grant letters and the thinking there is that Alice you and I allocated two hours next week to that for both of you of course every committee member is going to have to coordinate with Allison individually right if that's okay with you guys whether you handle it collectively or separately I guess is okay that Allison would then introduce herself to the nine award recipients, to your comments earlier, get to know who applied, who got the grant, get to see a grant letter, understand the nature of the project, understand the applicant. There were nine awards, so she's going to speak with nine people, and that that has some forethought into the second week um, where she could also complete the letter, send the letter if it hasn't been sent, complete it if it hasn't been completed, understand. Okay, perfect. They're all gone. Okay, great. So when you guys talk to her, you'll explain that, Yep. Uh, walk her through the process. I gave her copies of all those. that all in her
10: file waiting okay. for her. So
8: if you guys are good with that, then I put a check mark next to that. I'm you guys are good. Okay. And yep. I think that we then have to talk about whether these are the priorities, if you'll hold that just for a second. So I'm volunteering Kathy Butters for a meeting. Um, I guess I took the liberty there. It just seemed to make sense. She's, I think
4: she's absolutely available for okay. a meeting. I know I emailed her back and forth on some documentation. Um, and we always generally have a meeting sometime between now and December. So when Kathy's able to fit us in, I'll figure out. But it makes absolutely makes sense.
9: Yeah.
8: And, and just in the first week also, it's a lot. But again, it's weighted more heavily towards 101. Get her into the details. Get her into the accounting have her meet with uh, Kathy. And then, George, even though this is logically out of order, you might start a project like this with the history of CCPC and laws, regulations, bylaws, policies, procedures. I I thought that made a lot of sense for you to cover that. Great. I'm just putting a check mark. And I gave Allison a little homework to do on the Massachusetts Community Preservation Act uh, interpretive regulations and the coalition website. So that's a pretty full week next week. Um, we may get further and see that some projects should be prioritized differently, but this seemed to make sense yeah, to really me. Different. So, great. Yep. Did it's a good, good. job so it's far on week one. Week two, Lisa, I bounced it over to you. First, on past community preservation plans, a topic of this evening, an all-new community engagement input, and a new cohesive community preservation plan. And that kind of dovetails into what I thought I might be able to handle. Um, I was pretty active in the, in the survey process, so I feel pretty comfortable with that. So your meeting and my meeting kind of go together because you can review where the plan has been in the past uh, with your legal background, open meeting law, ethics briefings, it, because you serve on so many committees, interagency support and reporting I thought it was really good. Um, and then I tackled in week two, so two hours there and then I allocated myself for two hours regarding um, the survey findings and that way we can get her into, and you'll see I put in brackets, begin to understand the preparation of a draft community preservation plan, meaning she's not expected to complete a new community preservation plan in week two, but she'll begin to understand it and um, gather that data that Mr. Hughes was asking about, review it, and that's some of her homework, and then uh, also Uh, speak with the grant recipients from last year in week (laughs) two. So that's a good 19 hours there, and after week two. Let let me just say, um,
1: the subject matter is great, and I'm happy to spend as many hours as she wants Uh or needs subject to the location. My only problem is that that conflicts with my absence due to my son's wedding week. Ah. So I will not be here that week. Perfect. Um, so, so I can either do it either earlier or later, but I'm happy to have it.
8: earlier meeting next week, not if, in if two weeks. The end, All right, yeah. Either next week or in three weeks. Okay, so we'll see if we can pull something two hours yeah. forward. So maybe what well, we,
4: we could could do flip my, you could flip oh, I was gonna yeah. say or we we flip the meeting with Kathy and give her I mean have her meet Kathy. I'm sure she will as part of her, but the actual in depth on the accounting, mm-hmm. maybe at least
1: flip with that. That could work. Yeah.
8: yeah. If we wanna do that, um
1: And I I can um, communicate with um, Allison directly and and see how she wants to fit it in. I
8: I might propose we just simply flip George and Lisa only because once her I know because I work with numbers, once your head is into numbers, a lot of times it's easier to stay there. That's true. So um, maybe George and Lisa can swap and they're both two-hour allocations, something like that, right? John, can I ask a quick question?
5: Um, on week two, the calls of prior grant recipients, yep. you just limited it to the last year or, oh, oh, there's more beyond that, is it is that, is going to be a catch up
8: later yep. or? Yeah. Um, good question. I mean, it's, there's more that comes later. So. Um, so you're just working back through. The so the, the current projects are the ones that were just allocated and there's a whole host of meetings that were on the list that kind of fell later. So the question is if we want to onboard her in an efficient manner, is that the most efficient use of her limited time? Uh, It may be, but there's a lot of projects, right? The only reason
5: I ask is because, and I know you don't want to talk about outputs just yet, so when we do talk about outputs, I I just have an idea about that relative to what November and December looks like for our agenda, and maybe getting extensions or returning money. I in, that, that's happen. the
4: only reason I'm asking. Right, and, and I think, and again, this is where we can shift and move things around. I think what we're going to see is that you know, even some of the nine project recipients um, are other re- recipients of other funds in the past. Yep. And so maybe it's the introduction of the emails at first on the nine awards and then asking to set up a call to go through each of the projects that they may have. And that should be able to come um, after the discussion that I have with her, because I can lay out the 64 projects and show her which are, have been complete and closed out, which are how they're all grouped and
8: like. That's perfect, because in this schedule, John and Sean are going to cover the nine that were granted right. last year. Mm-hmm. You're going to cover the balance. Right. So if you want to identify those that need to be done, Again, there's a lot of flexibility, there's a lot of scheduling, Um, there's a lot of ways to set this up um, with Google Docs or whatever just to help her check the boxes Mm -hmm. and move along. But we're going to see her at the next meeting so we'll get a sense of how she's doing and if you identify the projects that are flagged for follow up, I think there's a lot of flexibility with her, I I enjoyed the conversation with her, she seems very capable. So she comes back to us and says, hey, I slotted in these four, right? And right. that's where the flexibility comes right. in. Right. Absolutely. But I, I do agree with the point that collectively between
0: the outstanding from Stacey's list and the nine, you know, as we, as we start having um, those email exchanges initially, followed by phone conversations, we should have a focus on um, figuring out answers to the question, extensions for projects what can be closed out with money coming back potentially, as well as what is in the pipeline as a potential future projects. So those three things should be, you know. Um, uh,
4: what we're what we're what basically I'll ask her to gather on each of them. Yes. Um,
8: so. So that's really good because you'll see in week three, and again, respectfully to the other committee members. Uh, You were newer, and I just put my thumb in the wind, and if anybody wants to step forward and volunteer themselves, I'm sure that would (coughs) be a welcome, uh, but I just simply, in week three, allowed some buffer time for these types of things, right, George, where Mm -hmm. there's spillover time, and uh, also to reach out to Kristen with questions. She'll She'll be inundated with a lot of information here. And uh, to meet with the other CCPC members, um, and I just had about an hour each or so uh, per, an hour per member. I don't know if everybody will need the the full hour. So in week three, she has a lot of catch-up time, recognizing week one and week two were pretty heavy with uh, meetings and data and homework. So for lack of a better word. And then interestingly week four, uh, she'll be with us for our November meeting. So, again, you know, with whatever's left, uh, whether she's exhausted the 50 hours for October, we're resetting into November. Uh, I just figured there was more buffer time there for her to probably work with Kristen in week three to figure out how to set up our meetings, how to run the meetings, how to take notes, how to distribute them. And she would have met with all of the members at that point, so there'll be good familiarity. Um, so long as it's not on a Tuesday, she'll be with us and um, we can make time on the agenda at the next meeting to hear how she's doing, right? John,
4: Um, I think that the, I I really like that plan, especially to allow her to prep for the meeting. Um, I would hope we're at the point where she can, as you have in here for week four, help facilitate the meeting and have a good understanding of where the projects are and the notion of extensions and what we need and, and all of that information. So I would really like giving her that buffer week to fill in the gaps and get whatever she needs to be ready
8: for week four. Cool. And at that point, she would have already spoken with most of the people that have the same knowledge. So she can reach out to back to any one of us, say, I'm preparing for the meeting, here are my questions, here are the issues, yep. here's what's mm-hmm. outstanding. And yeah. We'll see how that first meeting goes. Hopefully, she's not overwhelmed. If she needs to take it slower, we can do that also. It's a, <coughs> Some people might say it's an aggressive plan, but I tried to think about 50 hours a week and how they can be filled. And I think it's... 50 hours a month. I'm sorry, Mom, thank you um, And um, so that's the next um, thing, and then she'll work with Sean and John as well as Kristen, hopefully to facilitate the meeting and take notes um, and prepare. right So that gets it through the first four weeks, and then there's another cycle of four weeks where uh, pulling from Ms. Lopez's list, there's all of the other stakeholders conservation agent parks and rack housing canton authority historical commission in week six district school district business manager town IT town planner Uh, she's going to be meeting with town IT director I think anyway to get um, her email access and laptop so we'll see if that happens earlier but that's a little more buffer time week seven was kind of a catch-all in terms of the reporting I could make the argument that that can happen later (coughs) if she's feeling overwhelmed, this flexibility to push that off because I think from our last meeting we concluded that really the deadline that we're looking at for a lot of this reporting is March 8th. This plan goes October, November, so that leaves December, January, February, March. There's four more months for her to figure out these items, but I didn't want to leave them out of the mosaic of topics here, so I just dumped them into week seven. And then we gate, she'll be back with us again in the December meeting um, to report back on how things are going, help facilitate that meeting, and then I put the list of sources of information. Uh, so again, repeating for emphasis, I didn't add to this, I didn't take from it, I didn't delete anything. Uh, I just organized it in a way that seemed to make sense uh, for Allison to be onboarded. So um, I'm getting a lot of head nods. Um, If anything's left out or anything wants to be changed, or anybody has conflicts, um, I brought my trusty laptop. We can move stuff around. We can make changes. You can email me. Uh, But this looks like a good template. So very good. um, Thank you. John, thank you. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, good work. Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome.
0: Okay. Um, thanks again, John. Yep. Um, any other discussion regarding onboarding? I think we have a good plan to move forward with. Mm-hmm.
9: Very
0: good. Great. Um, next item, update on the review of bylaws and recommendations. Uh, so this
8: is John. Actually, I'm sorry, Sean. Just one thing. I apologize. Sure. No, um, ahead. Ahead. It's okay with the committee. I'll send this to Allison. I already, you saw I already sent her um, Lisa's list. Mm-hmm. So I'll send her this and say this is a basic plan. Yep. And I would imagine she'll be reaching out to you guys first and we'll see. She does. she said She's limited time this week, but maybe she'll reach. We already her. have a meeting
10: scheduled for Thursday. We're going to do a oh, Zoom good. call with her Thursday. Okay. Uh, both, yeah. of both of you guys. Both. Oh, perfect. Yeah.
8: Okay. All right. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. We I'm had gonna... we had a
10: bi-weekly meeting with Kristen. Oh, okay. So that, that we're going to reinvent that with uh, okay. Allison. Mm-hmm. So we yep. we're talking all the time.
0: Great. But we will. Um, if you, if you could send a copy of this to her, and we will. Um, collectively ensure that you know this is kind who of who do I CC on that
8: that's <laughs> all I need to know <laughs> I think you can send it out to everybody we've discussed it we, so feel free to send that to that's everybody
0: that's um, going, yeah. you know any small revisions um, that we discuss like you know switching George with Lisa right feel free to make those edits okay. send it out to everybody include Allison I think you know this is the template that will move
8: forward with. okay so just final point then Why don't we, what's, (laughs) today's Tuesday, right? Why don't we um, just say by the end of the day, tomorrow, if you have edits, send them to me, and then on Thursday, I'll send this to her and CC everybody. Everybody? Yeah. You sent
4: this
5: electronically
8: today? We got this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And the only other thing I would think, uh, my only other comment would be is if we have thoughts of additional folks that they, she should be meeting. I know we have. A list of folks mm-hmm. here, yeah. and it looks relatively comprehensive. I think there might just be a couple more that I could think of that um, it may make sense to reach out to. Yeah,
8: if you and send to, those to yeah. me, I'll drop them in here, and then everybody will be CC. Perfect. And if I miss it, let me know, and I'll, I'll get I'll get it on there. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks
0: again. Um, okay, moving on. The update on the review of bylaws. Um,
1: which is not an update of review of bylaws. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is a wording
10: change. <laughs> do, do I just hand it out? Yeah, they're coming around. Okay. Uh, the advice document. John okay. As as we stated earlier, it's not a change to the bylaws. It's the rules of procedure the committee follows that we we're updating.
5: So John and I um, went through these, and uh, one of the things that. I think we discovered a couple meetings ago was the confusion on the website where both the bylaw and the rules of procedure are on the same tab because of the way um, they were uploaded. So I would first of all recommend that they be two separate tabs, that the town bylaw stands alone and these rules of procedure which we put upon ourselves that have no legal bearing other than on on this group be separated so that we avoid the confusion that we, we um, that ensued by having it all called a bylaw. It's not a bylaw. Um, mm-hmm. What you're seeing here in the document that I shared, anything in bold is either a change or an addition. All of this is just recommended tonight, and you can decide to do whatever you want to do with it. We first adopted these in 2013. These are updated really to do only two things. One. To um, manage the information relative to having an administrator, which we didn't contemplate then, and um, right—that's on purpose. I'll get okay. to that.
9: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll get to that. I'm gonna
5: get to that. Yes, just Laura <laughs> Mepham. It's just, just uh, we holding it. Yeah. All right, so. Front page, page—it's uh, marked page three. These will all get renumbered too. I apologize, Judge. Yep. Yep. Was this
8: sent electronically,
5: and I I only sent it to the chair. Yes. I'm no, sorry, no, no. but no. but we can Please. send it electronically. I promise. There are no changes. I'm um, speed reading to. Yeah, you no, know, no worries. Um, and speed reading to the to the stuff that's highlighted is is all this changed? On the first page, which is marked three, they'll get renumbered, repaginated. Um, we just bolded the words "chair's ruling." Um, that's all that is, it's a parliamentary procedure thing. There's no change in the word, it's just, it's just bolded there. Everything else you see in bold are additions. So under 2.2, you're seeing the chair shall manage the day-to-day supervision of the administrator. That reflects that we have an administrator. Number 2.3, the vice chair powers and duties and coordinate review with the administrator relative to the community uh, preservation plan. Again, adding in the administrator. treasurer shall approve and coordinate with the administrator. Again, this was the bone of contention that we we had on the public side where somebody says, well, this is your job, you're not doing it. It didn't take into account that we actually have an administrator to help us do that job. And you're also seeing there working with the administrator in 2.4. 2.5, the secretary shall, again, work with the administrator to maintain the minutes and agendas. I did add this last line because I think it's important. Um, That is, there is a legal obligation on the part of the secretary to sign all these documents. Mm -hmm. So in order for me to sort of take that into account, I propose That addition to our procedure, which is the secretary shall be the legal signatory for all public records, including those maintained by the administrator.
4: Can I ask a question of what then is the public record? So is it the chair or the secretary that signs um, things for the Technically,
5: everything's a public record subject to public records laws, but the
4: legal record is what's signed by the secretary. So then grant the letter or the well but is it the, be, be very let's be very clear here if we're going to say that the secretary shall be the legal signatory. Oh, I see what if, you're saying. Yeah. If the grant letters are currently signed by the chair, then we would need to change the procedures that we go by yeah. as opposed to Yeah. So I just I think
5: I'm we, agnostic. Right? I, mean, but uh, I, I just
4: I am that, yeah. I am as well. I just want to make sure that we as a committee because that will be a change from what we're doing now where the chair is the one who signs the, the grant letters and the bills and, and what we I would, I would think would be considered, you know.
5: But you see the difference here relative to the... I can fix this relative okay. to the secretary's powers and duties, right? Because the, 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 that is, I think, important.
4: Um, so maybe I have to work around. I think maybe that. we we need yeah. to tweak that a little bit.
1: We've had ten years of experience, so let's conform the rules of procedure that we wrote in two thousand thirteen to our current practice. That makes sense. Yeah. So you, you can fix. I can fix yeah. that. Yeah. We, we, it we it can up, just
4: yeah. tweak it. It's just what, and maybe we should consider then tweaking the. The chair as well, if and I
0: just that's um, stop. My no. my my only preference, if it's permissible, is to uh, build in some amount of flexibility, so it's not you know if someone is out sick, you know if someone's not available right. to sign, right? Because I mean we're fortunate that we've got you know two um, co-chairs, so either one of us historically yep. have been able to sign, but if we then designate a single person, yep. right, so where we can build some flexibility. But you get this impetus was to, to make yes. sure that mm-hmm. there was a differentiator between the
5: administrator creating a document and the secretary signing. Yes. It. Or, so, or so. Yes. whomever yes. from the committee
4: right. yep. signs it, that yep. is the person who yep. of the not the administrator does not have the legal power to sign documents on this committee's correct. behalf is essential. That's exactly it, and yep. so we'll
5: tweak that. Yeah. Um, 2.6, I just changed select board because the board changed since um, the name of the board changed. So now that's that's correct, right? It's the select board? Yes. Yeah. is just a a placeholder for what I think we should put in. I thought we could discuss it this evening, and that is um, what the the top-level duties of the administrator are, putting that in our procedure manual. Rather than put our whole or his whole job description, I think there needs to be a high-level statement because everybody else has job descriptions here relative to the executive committee. If you don't believe it should be there, we can take it out. But I do think there needs to be a reference somewhere to the fact that we actually have an administrator. So that's why I put it in and that's where it would go. And we have the job description from the... I guess lift maybe high-level stuff from yeah. there and put that in and propose that the next meeting. Yeah,
2: that
5: sounds good. Okay. 3.1, there's no changes. 3.2, there's no changes. 3.3, there's no changes. 3.4, there's no changes. 3.5, there's one change. And that is to take into account open meeting law, that all meetings where a quorum is present shall conform to the open meeting law. This just, just sort of makes sense. 3.6, there's no changes. 3.7, there's no changes. 3.8, no changes. 3.9, no changes. 4.0, um, there's one change, and it's lifted literally from, um, from the... Um, Attorney General's uh, guidance from Mass General Laws 38 Section 18. Um, it deals with the how we communicate via emails um, when we're not meeting face to face, and outlines what we can what we can share on an email um, and how we deal with open meeting law. So I just laid that in because we've had some questions about it, and. and then I cite the open meeting law. That's the only other change in there, is that one paragraph in bold, that any member may lawfully email a quorum of the public body only to discuss scheduling a meeting, distribute meeting agendas, or distribute reports or documents to be discussed at a meeting. This answers a question that Mr. Leonetti had earlier this year. Can't you just send me a report and then I can at least think about it ahead of time? That is permissible under the guidance from the Attorney General. So I just put it in there so that um, it helps future uh, committees, and then cited Mass General Laws 30A, sections 18 to 25. 4.2 no changes. 4.3 no changes. 5.1 no changes. 5.2 no changes. 5.1 5.2. They
4: directing the administrator. Oh, I'm sorry. Right yes, I missed it. Yep.
5: Again, as we did earlier, directing the administrator. Directing the administrator.
4: Um, And I would just recommend in 4.1, second full paragraph, that we change any committee staff to administrator, if we're going to be using that as essentially a defined term. That provided the email is sent only to summer all the following people, the chair, the vice chair, treasurer, secretary, and committee staff, changing committee staff to the administrator. Got it. Thank you for that
1: take this under advisement one last thing days yeah,
5: yeah just one last thing I did a revision note uh, which will be 11 2022 mm-hmm. update to include provisions relative to the CPA administrator and minor housekeeping changes yeah. so just to keep track of the uh, amendments and that's our report mm-hmm. <laughs>
9: okay. I,
10: I, I <clears throat> uh, say we hold the till next meeting and let people be relevant. Do they have any changes yeah. Send matrices and uh, okay. yeah, and I'll I fix have
5: those few, two sections. Uh, I two questions.
10: Yeah, sure.
8: Okay. Please. <laughs> if I hit a reply to all, which I do all the time in business, yeah. So long as I say to be considered at the next meeting and not offer an opinion, it's not a violation of if you open s- meeting law. If you do sent do- out that to well, all of us. Right? And you look at this. No, no, there was an incident in the last week where something was sent to all the members. Yeah. And I replied and a member said, I think we're in violation. Yeah. Looking back on that, which is why I asked who I should CC because I can't seem to get this right. Had I not expressed an opinion, but had I said to be considered at our next meeting, that would have been acceptable dialogue via group email. Is that correct? The best
5: one is the second paragraph, which is sending it to some and not all. Well, so what happens, this yeah. happened with, with an email that you sent out at one point, and there was one extra person. So I remo- I replied to the group, but I removed that extra person so we weren't in violation. So
8: I, it's, it's, it is a numbers have, issue. I'm not giving myself permission to act
4: out of line. I'm yeah, just no, trying I mean, to
8: understand.
4: I think... My interpretation, of it, I'm just giving my yeah, personal interpretation, John, yeah. is that you can only email the quorum, which is the, the larger body, if what you're writing fits into one of these three categories. That's right. Scheduling a meeting, yep. distributing a meeting agenda, okay. or distributing reports or documents to be discussed. So I guess the question you have is: Reports or documents is a topic? Is a request to talk about a topic on an agenda item, saying to be considered? Is that okay? I, I think he could have sent
5: the onboarding document right. to all of us well, and been yeah. been well within but the open But I right, think it's opi- I think it's
4: opinions cannot be right. whether right. if you say you know we would like to discuss the follow. I would like to discuss the following document at the next Perfect. and the following document has topic one okay. blah, yeah. blah 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 yeah. yeah. I think that's probably permissible but yeah. anything beyond that is and as long as it doesn't if it doesn't fit to these three there are communications
8: that in the last few weeks I disagreed with I offered my opinion mm-hmm. So now what I'll do, instead of just offering an opinion, is I'll attach a document and ask it to be discussed at the next Yeah,
5: Yeah, you can do that. Perfect. That's right, yeah. Okay, thank you. Does that help? Yes. Yeah. This, by the way, wasn't just for you. Just <laughs> so you know. <laughs> no, it wasn't taken that way. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> I seem to be
8: the most.
5: No, frequent. no. Because I had to go look it up. I mean, I had to go to the. You well, know, I, I, I found something very helpful with the attorney general that I thought would help us all.
8: I value good communication and the sharing of information. Yeah. Although I have to comply with some of these rules here, so I think I got it. Second, uh, we had some discussion around the pause and things that can be learned from it. My first observation for consideration for the next meeting, first of all, if we had this in advance, it would be great. My apologies. It, no, it's, I appreciate everybody. As Mr. Hughes said, we're all working hard, so I, I don't mean that personally. But my first reaction to this, and I think one of the lessons we can learn here, right, and that was part of our email exchange to a small group uh, is that, this committee became highly dependent upon Kristen Phelps uh, over the years so when she decided not to work here anymore things pretty much ground to a halt and I am wondering reading these changes if we're setting ourselves up for a similar situation by creating a dependence on the administrator if Allison decides and she looks fantastic but if she decides or something happens okay in the next few months Yep. Then I think we'd all I think we're all in agreement would like to avoid this happening mm-hmm. again. So I don't have an opinion. I just have an observation that while I appreciate that things have changed since twenty thirteen and the responsibilities have grown and there's more complexity and that's sort of undeniable. I would just ask that we add to the agenda for the next meeting consideration of our reliance on this administrative position in the event, or in the likely event, that one day it's not filled again. And I think that just seems like a logical lesson to be learned from our recent experience.
4: i actually take it a step further, and maybe this is a opportunity to kind of set, and I don't know if it goes in the rules of procedure, and maybe it's somewhere in the administrative role that we had a high level, but we have an internal communication here, is really ensuring the communication and kind of distribution of, of information right so that we as committee members also have the some of the information um, and, and with that I mean ensuring that the more periodic updates right or more documentation in hand that we can run from as opposed to you know having it sitting on the administrators, Maybe it's a matter of CCing. I think it's a good opportunity for us to say, how are we partnering with, as opposed to, you know, directing and authorizing and doing. You know, because as as the chair, I was heavily reliant on Kristen. And I would sit with her, you know, pre-COVID, and we would sign documentation, and I would entrust that it was out the door. And it always was. But looking back, it would be great if I was CC'd on all if I had, so I see that as another, John, kind of ste- stepping stone on what you're saying is as how do we improve that so we're not a 100% reliant, that we're as, you know, more engaged in that respect.
8: I, I agree, and I'll just add to it that, I, and I don't want to go backwards tonight, we need to go forwards, but... I think my greatest disappointment was that everything ground to a halt and it seemed inexcusable from a business person's perspective. If I allowed my business to grind to a halt because a part-time administrator left, I'd be out of business if that was an acceptable outcome. Now I recognize not everything translates equally or nicely over to community engagement, participation, and volunteerism, but I think there are lessons to be learned to your point, Stacy, about being so reliant that at some point I think that it was Mr. Washburn who mm-hmm. raised this. The rules and procedures actually said committee members should be doing this stuff. Right. right? But, so, but
5: how long did it? And again, I I agree with you. But I would imagine you put some considerable effort in the document you produced this evening. It was it was well thought out. I'm sure you spent more than an hour or two on it, and you balanced all the rest of the things that you had to do. Um, John and I had calls relative to this. I think it's us stepping up a little bit more so that we can sort of, you know, go into the breach if there is um, if there's a hole. But you're right. I mean, I, it's undeniable that that we dropped the ball. I mean, we talked about this. None of us felt good about it, and we were up against a wall
8: in a in a terrible time to try to get somebody in here. So we no, know how have so just while we're on that point. Yeah. I love that idea of stepping up. How do we put that in here? Because I right now it seems like we're going in the opposite direction because if I read this, no, the no, administrator's
5: we kind we of We have part. to put this here. Otherwise, you're going to find we're in the same position where somebody then looks remember there's only 3 people actually laid out in here. That's the chair, the vice chair, treasurer, right? Clerk or what you know
11: so
8: so those folks it would turn on just them okay so for example just applying some basic common sense maybe a committee member is elected to be the alternate administrator and that's a tough job if the administrator leaves but at least there's a plan b okay right now there's no plan b there was no plan b for the last six
1: months i i gotta step in here because Although I certainly agree that this is a topic worthy of consideration, I categorically disagree with the characterization that everything ground to the halt. On the contrary, um, we were able to prepare all of the warrants for the town meeting article without an administrator. We got to the town meeting, we got all of the town meeting warrants um, before town meeting and subsequently approved. We finished all of the community engagement and the distribution. Of the survey data. So, uh, frankly, there was, a, and then we did the work necessary to actually yes, find I it the commission. So, I, I just don't want the public record somehow to suggest that everything that this committee did ground to a halt. Oh, let uh, me, let me rephrase it and ground to a halt in okay.
8: terms of us being able to take applications and do the, what I think the basic function of this committee okay. is. And that's just my opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm saying is without debating the point mm-hmm. of ground to a halt, is are we putting ourselves in a position where the next administrator leaves and we're in the exact same position we've been in for well, the last six months which is not being able to perform But the I'm going to ask so you the same question, I,
5: I, I'd ask you a question on that. Yeah. If this happened to the planning board, oh. what would you do? Would you I guys mean, run the, the office?
2: Well I mean so when you're on a committee, it, the problem is it's not like being at a private company where you can just call up and get a temp in or you can hire another employee move over to that position. I mean these are all people most of the most people already have jobs that are on these committees. So it isn't like I can just come up with another ten hours a week somewhere. So yeah, I mean like we're hurting with the town planner being gone. People can't take over the town planner's job on the planning
8: board. But the town planner's not in part time administrative No, but
2: it's she she's a critical part of the no, planning the, board. And my so my there are things is- not being done right now right. that the planning board should be doing so. You know, I guess you could categorize that as we're falling down on the job in those areas. But right. you, you need you. You know, it's oh, you know, it's a position that you need. But there's so.
5: no board in this town that that's un, would be in that wouldn't be in that same position, John. Uh, board of Health, um, you Conservation give Commission. Anybody who is managing okay. large amounts of money. Or programmatic elements. Right. We're all volunteers. I'm with you, though. I, I, I'll, yeah. I'll go with you In on the. The walk. interest
8: of learning the lesson. What was interesting about our last meeting is we actually discussed, and then you and I had a conversation with Randy Skelton about actually hiring a temp. I suggested a temp to see if some of the functions could be done. Maybe that's a solution. That there's yeah. a temp or a temporary position, or there's some manual, or what. If in the absence of that, I would suggest that we're simply just saying if the administrator or when the administrator leaves again eventually, uh, the committee just potentially won't. I mean, is that what we're saying? No, 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 no,
2: At a different time, it might have gone three months and it wouldn't have made the so, big difference. It's
4: so just you are going to lose something. Can I propose it since we're taking these under advisement, maybe we think of a way Perfect. To, Perfect. to amend these or add a line in there and. Maybe it's attributing responsibilities. I mean, I think we have to phrase it because so much of this is timing of when does somebody go out, where are we? If someone were to leave in November, December, right, we would already be open for applications and the workload of what we'd be doing is different than when somebody leaves, you know, June and we're trying to get ready for the next cycle. So I do think that there's some some thought that can go into here that we can put some language in, maybe either in the... Language of the administrator's responsibilities in terms of sharing information or in some of the other responsibilities of how to consider doing it. I'm happy to, to, well, to take some thought on that. Well, um, to your
5: point, two, 6.4 contemplates us being able to hire staff, any staff. It doesn't, not limited to an administrator. So there is a section here that would allow us to bring in extra help. So there's no preclusion against that. So, but I think your, your point is... If we're all in agreement that
8: nobody wanted the pause, then we should all be in agreement that avoiding a future pause makes sense. 100 So I would be happy oh, yeah. to collaborate yeah. with you? Yep, okay. let's, let's see if we
4: can come up with some language that makes okay. sense. And we'll, given that these are under advisement and we're going to be discussing them in the next meeting, um, we will hopefully prepare some language or revisions and circulate them before yep. the meeting. It may be that this goes under advisement in the next meeting because we want to think through what we've done. But I think that's probably the best way because yeah, we can. I think that's
0: a reasonable approach, um, and I, I'm just hopeful that there's are some areas in here where we might potentially kind of de-risk, right, the reliance. De-risking. Good um, but, yeah, but but I do. That said, I do agree with you know, Lisa and, and that there is a. You know, kind of minimum baseline but amount of work needed has. to keep the lights it, yes, on, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, you set aside of new applications, room. which is an additional burden, and we had looked at ways to, uh, you know, to, to to move forward with some limited applications to, um, that was within the feasible, you know, workload of this committee, and that was just you know deemed uh, like no one was willing to step up and take on up to 50 hours a month from this committee. Um, so, I think it is what it is, and uh, it was not for lack of trying. Um, I had even looked into, hey, can we update our website? Is there, you know, how do I get access? Yeah, as a chairs, you know, we, we yeah. should have that capability, but we, we run up against um, some some logistical... hurdles. Technical hurdles. Technical hurdles. Have, right. I... We, we don't have access. To, we don't have the to same get, access. I wanted to get, you know, access to the file system. I wanted to get access mm-hmm. to the credentials, um, to the laptop, you know, when Kristen, uh, you know, left, um, and unfortunately, IT policy yeah. does not allow that. So I cannot, as a chair, I cannot even go to the
8: website to update it. To obtain
2: reports, we, some report, of it's the we town have to request just, You just yeah. can't do whatever you yeah. want.
8: So again, you know? it's not for lack of trying. I'm we, not saying we do whatever we want. What I'm saying is with a little bit of creativity, with the intelligence of this committee, with the seats that we all hold i'm certain we can avoid this in the future it just requires a little bit of thought and it seems like an appropriate time to mention because we're reviewing right, right. Yeah, yeah. the policy yep. rules and procedures right that's that's yep. all that i'm saying so so, so, well, so if people have any tweaks
5: send them to john and or myself uh, don't send them to the whole committee and we'll <laughs> we'll incorporate them and present it at the next meeting and if you're so disposed at that next meeting, and you agree with them, I think we can vote them into into effect. Mm-hmm. Again, these are procedures we place upon ourselves. All right. So that's the, that's the, the the gist of what we've done here.
0: Okay. Thank you,
5: George. chair, oh, okay.
11: too. Do you mind if I add something?
0: Yes. Please go ahead, Kenneth.
11: Thank you. Um, so I, of course, am all for learning from, from past lessons and, like everyone said, to, to avoid this happening again in the future. If we look back at, at kind of what got us here, I think some of the key elements, lessons learned from this, um, first of all, as, as the administrator, be it Allison hopefully, um, for the long term, gains uh, a, a more and more knowledge, expertise, and experience in this realm. Um, I think it's very important that that, um, that critical piece is portrayed um, very solidly the, um, on the, the work expertise, her criticality to the CCPC, and any um, pay rate that might need to be adjusted as she gains expertise. Because if I look back, what I see is the, the main issue was kind of an um, undervaluation of her skill set and her pay rate that was not able to be adjusted, and therefore we lost Kristen. I know Kristen hung in there with us for quite a long time, hoping that that would be corrected uh, to her credit, but um, certainly those, those levels of information and um, realization on a higher level, um, you know, should, again, should Alice get to the point, um, and hopefully she will, and hopefully soon, um, <coughs> of Kristen's level of experience with us.
0: Great, thank you, Kendall, and I, I agree that you know retention is certainly a significant way to de-risk things, so thank you again, Kendall. Great, right. yeah, thank you. All right, um, moving on, I think we covered item six uh, with item four, uh, so item seven is discuss and assign action items. Um, So there's one thing that comes to mind on this one, which is um, the notification. um, I'm looking at at you, Stacy, of our decision to pause, and I think we have left it um, open in terms of when we would um, do a public notice uh, in the citizen. And so I think you know the the, the, I I believe it's the (coughs) right time to do that. Okay, um, just to. Uh, you know, settle the matter and not leave it hanging, you know, open on people's minds. Um, I'm happy to
4: reach out to Mr. Turner and advise him and recommend that he contact you and Ms. McSweeney as chairs um, and see where we want to go from there. If there is a, you know, something you want, we want to put in, that's a a different story, but I think we had talked at our last meeting about reaching out to them. Uh, They generally cover, you know, what the ongoings, the decisions, um, the recommendations. So I'm happy to place
1: that phone call. And I think we may want to couple that announcement with an uh, introduction and welcome to Allison, who is beginning you know, this week, so it's yep. very timely, to be able to you know, welcome her. Um, and, and I think and that provides some context for our, our decision.
4: Absolutely, and I think providing her contact information, right, to the extent that there are people who have questions or are looking that we can facilitate yep. Yep the conversations um, or recommend to come for public comment or however we, you know, best seek to approach it, but I think that's important. I
10: think we should make sure we have the, she should have a town email address. Yeah. Before. Yes. So that is oh, I, set up. Yeah.
4: I, I'm happy to call tomorrow I whether or not he would be able, I doubt he'll be able to get anything in paper. For this week, yeah. I believe uh, his uh, cutoff uh, off is either Monday night email. or right. Tuesday, like Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday uh, night, usually.
2: Yeah. 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 I, I, but I would also propose that sometimes he can squish it in somewhere yeah. on a Wednesday. but yeah. yeah. Um,
8: sorry. Um, but I would also propose that since Allison's going to be updating the website, that there be some somebody <laughs> to write a letter or some notice of, on the website letting the public know that applications aren't being accepted currently and when we plan. To reopen the acceptance okay. of applications, I think that would seem appropriate yeah. as well. We can uh, talk about that tomorrow, or no, Thursday. Oh, yeah. and put that in your meeting. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Yeah. I'm happy to share that information at the full committee
11: meeting this week, too, if you'd like, or I can hold off on it, depending what the committee's will is.
0: I think you should. Yeah, I think we should share that. I think we
5: need to share with all our our committees. That's why we're here, right? Yeah. Report back. So, report
0: back. Okay. Thank you, Stacey, uh, for facilitating that. And um, I I know um, you had also asked about kind of going through the the budget and kind of documents, uh, spreadsheets. Um, I guess, is that something that we could? cover at the Given next the meeting, decision or? today,
4: we can we can probably cover it on the next meeting. Um we did just to level set. Mm-hmm. Um maybe we can give everyone a Yeah, it, so high Kathy level. Butters provided um, an overview um went to the chairs and then she sent it to me as well. I believe as the uh, I believe George is a you're the secretary and as a treasurer, she sent it to the four of us. Um in looking through it, it is their reconciliation, and when I say there, I mean through Munis um, and, and has some information and has information about um, last year's reconciliation and what she anticipated what the funds would be. Um, I went through it a little bit and asked some questions, both of Kathy and of Randy, um, because our projection last year, if everyone goes back, um, was around, I want to say it was like, I don't know the exact number. I want to say it was in the 800,000s or so, uh, maybe 875. Um, and the number that they're, you, they, that the, the financial sh- spreadsheet that we were provided has as our fiscal 23 projection so was higher. significantly higher than what we had projected. Now, the the state distribution has not yet come in. Um, That generally comes in in November. So they were projecting a 40% match. We projected last year somewhere like a 20% match, because we weren't sure if the housing market was leveling out. So I need to sit down. I've emailed back and forth. Randy Scollins acknowledged that that was a 40% and it doesn't necessarily pair up with what we had projected last year, which is what we tend to find of trying to find that one financial report that works for both the munis side as well as our projecting. Um, so I need to have additional communications, but I want to make sure that everyone is seeing it and seeing the documentation as it's been provided and where we need to go back and you know ask for additional clarification because we do need to go by the numbers that we projected at a town meeting, because that's what we allocated to our buckets based off of. Uh, We can't go on a separate 40%. And I don't know why that 40% number is there. I haven't gotten a a clear explanation on that yet. So that's what's in the work. Um, It's clearly, it's it's not an issue. It just goes to help us figure out how much Money we would have kind of unspent money that can be carried forward, and then also allow us to understand what to project in next year's budget. That's all, which we have to do, regard you know even though we're not taking applications, we still have to make the projection as a committee, and we still have to make the allocations to the various buckets. So I just wanted everyone, um, you know, if the, with the chair's permission, I'd like that to be circulated. For our discussion at the next one, I think I would like to ask um, Kathy and Randy for updated documentation, because they said they can give us monthly reports. Um, but this is something I'll need to be talking with um, Allison over and also going through the way in which we had captured the information and the spreadsheets that Kristen and I were using to track the funds year over year so that we can, you know, make sure the money's all there. It's just how you're what, how you're looking at it, and whether you're looking at that projection, the projection that we made, the projection maybe that Randy would have thought that we could have made. Um, so,
0: great. I will circulate that with everybody, and if you want mine, kind of walk us through yes. it at the next Absolutely. meeting. Absolutely. Thanks, Stacy. All right. Um, any other items to cover, John? No, I think we're
10: all set. Just
0: the next meeting. Okay, yep, uh, next meeting what I'm looking at is, I guess, I'd like to propose the 7th, November 7th. Is
2: that a Monday? That yes. is a
0: Monday, yes. Okay. Same time, seven.
2: I did drive down here last
10: yeah. night. Oh. Uh. Location to be determined.
0: Yes. Um, at the last meeting, it, this is just anecdotal. It, it felt like folks had a pre- preferred the Armando Center across the street. Just it was a bigger room, bigger space. Um, I can certainly continue to try to book that first. It was just for today's meeting. There was a conflict. Um, this was, I've, 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 this is, this is, is great. Stuff. Stuff. Fine.
5: Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's plenty of room. And whatever, whatever you get.
0: Okay.
8: Um, all right, so I'll see what's available and we'll go from there. Um, we, we have November 7th proposed. Mm-hmm. Yes, give me one second, please.
11: And that's at 7 o'clock as well?
8: Correct. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I think I'm good. Um, good. Thank you. Good. Good. Motion to adjourn. Second. Okay. Just com- just confirming, folks yeah. are good with
1: the seventh? Yes. Okay.
0: Great. I'll set that up. Um, motion, there was a motion to adjourn? Yep, second. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Okay, thanks everyone. Thank, Thank you. you.